Welcome back to Bitch We Got The T Podcast. Today we're about to get into part seven of the White History series. The, the overall objective of this series is to educate and inform the masses on who was who and what was what and where everyone really came from and what countries you currently see today on your map you're going to learn who was the original peoples of that area or that culture or that region and you can can now compare what was versus what is and then start to make these connections on how did it go from this to this so let's go on ahead and jump into Tajikistan, which is the next country that we're covering. We're basically continuing the Saka's culture, which is parts five, six, and now seven, because it's from this group of um, people, this culture, they would eventually end up branching out to settle down in these following areas that we're covering. All right, so Tajikistan, let's get into it. So it was part of Scythia in classical antiquity. Sogdiana, Bactria, Merv, and Corums were the four principal divisions of ancient Central Asia inhabited by the ancestors of the present day Tajikistani Tajiks. Um, Tajiks are now only found in historic Bactria and Sogdiana. Uh, what else? It goes on to a breakdown. Let's see. Tajikistan was part of the Bactria Margiana archaeological complex in the Bronze Age candidate for Proto-Indo-Iranian or Proto-Iranian culture. There's that connection again. There's the Proto-Indo-Iranian. You're going to hear it like that or you're going to hear it presented Proto-Indo-European but there's that Proto-Indo again. Bactria was located in northern Afghanistan which is present-day Afghan Turkestan, uh, between the mountain range of the Hindu Kush and the Amu Darya River in some areas of current South Tajikistan. All right, moving on. So it goes on further to say um, during different periods, Bactria was a center of various kingdoms or empires and is probably where Zoroastrianism originated. The Avesta, the holy book of Zoroastrianism was written in the old Bactrian dialect. It is also thought that Zoroaster was most likely born in Bactria. So now... um, The earliest recorded history of the region dates back to about 500 BC 
when much, if not all, of modern Tajikistan was part of the Achaemenid Empire. Uh, some authors have also suggested that in the 7th and 6th centuries BC, parts of modern Tajikistan included territories in the Zarifsham Valley, formed part of the ancient uh, Hindu Cambodia's tribe before it became part of the Achaemenid uh, Empire. So after the region's conquest by Alexander the Great, it became part of the Greco-Bactrian Kingdom, a successor state of Alexander's empire. Northern uh, Tajikistan, the cities of Kujan and Panjankin was part of Sagdia, a collection of city-states which was overrun by Scythians and UZ nomadic tribes around 150 BC. So just to kind of pause real quick, now you, you we, we started with the UZ. You hear the UZ popping up again as far as being directly named. The UZ also, you hear the, the Scythians being mentioned now, which is basically another group of the UZ that branched off to form another situation. Caucasian, Caucasian. All right. Continuing on, the Silk Road passed through the region and following the expedition of Chinese explorer Zhang Qian during the reign of Wudi, uh, 141 BC to 87 BC, commercial relations between the Han Empire and Sogdiana flourished. So they were getting money. The Silk Road... You know what I mean? What's popping? We're getting money over here. We're getting money on this side. It's on. Sogdians played a major role in facilitating trade and also worked in other capacities as farmers, carpet weavers, glass makers, and wood carvers. So you have whole industries kind of being created because of this flourishing trade. Right, so it goes on further to break down the Kushan or the Kushan Empire, a collection of Yuzi tribes. These Caucasian tribes took control of the region in the first century AD and ruled into the fourth century AD, during which time Buddhism, Nestorian Christianity, Zoroastrianism, and Manichism were all practiced in the region. So now, yeah, I'm a little, let me see what this Manichism, I already know, forgive me, I done butchered the whole, I done butchered a lot of words, but don't focus on the butchery, focus on what the thing mean. So basically, this religion, Manichaeism, Formerly a major world religion was founded in the third century by the Parthian Mani, uh, who lived, I guess, from 216 to 274 CE of the Sassanian Empire. It teaches elaborate dualistic cosmology and describes the struggle between good um, spiritual world of light and evil world of darkness. 
you know, basically, kind of like all of the other, you know, primaries. So, um, just wanted to see what that really, um, you know, let's talk about kind of the similar principles as the first one, the Zoroastrianism and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, later the Hep, the Heptolite Empire, a collection of uh, nomadic tribes moved into the region and Arabs brought Islam in the early eighth century. Central Asia continued its role as a commercial crossroads linking China, the steppes to the north, and the Islamic heartland. So it was like a major hub of commerce. Um, it was briefly under the control of the Tibetan Empire and the Tang Dynasty from 650 to 680 CE, and then under the control of the Umayyads in 710 CE. The Samanid, the Samanid Empire, um, 819 to 999, restored Persian control of the region and enlarged the cities of Samarkand and Bukhara. Both cities today are part of Uzbekistan, which became the cultural centers of Iran and the region was known as Khorasan. The empire was centered in Khorasan and Transoxiana at its greatest extent, encompassing modern-day Afghanistan, large parts of Iran, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Kyrgyz, Kyrgyzstan, and parts of Kazakhstan and Pakistan. So four brothers, Nu, Ahmad, Yahya, and Ilyas, founded the Samanid state. Um, goes on further to say that each of them ruled territory under Abbasid suzerainty. And in 1892, Ismail Samani united the Samanid state under one ruler, thus effectively putting an end to the feudal system used by the Samanids. Um, it was also under him that the Samanids became independent of Abbasid authority. And the Abbasids, of course, are clearly another empire or yeah, basically another empire that controlled that region at that time. So to wrap things up, um, the Kara, the Kara Kanid Khanate or Khanate conquered Transoxiana, which corresponds approximately with modern day Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, southern Kyrgyzstan, and southwest Kazakhstan, and ruled between 999 and 1211. Their arrival in Transoxiana signaled a definitive shift from Iranian to Turkic predominance in Central Asia. But gradually, the Karakhanids became assimilated into the Persio-Arab Muslim culture of the region. So, that's kind of a whole like little mouthful right there. So, it sounds like at this point in time, 
there was a shift from Iranian, which as we're um, all of the other parts we've uh, researched and broke down, Caucasian influence to Turkic um, predominance, we clearly know that the Caucasians and the Asians were the two primary groups in Central Asia at this point in history. But they're saying Tajikistan is being more, you know, influenced by these also mulatto Turks who are Asian and Caucasian mixed, but they form their own subculture at this point. And that subculture is now starting to dominate at least this area that we know as Tajikistan now at this point in history. Um, so it says that, yeah, the, um, the Karakhanids became assimilated into the Perzo Arab Muslim culture. So now, yeah, so it's a whole, now we get into a mixing pot. We got Caucasians, we got Asians, we got a mixture of Caucasians and Asians. We got the Arabs who, let's, let's just break it down for what it really is. You have indigenous melanated people globally, which you want to call, you know, call them what you want to call it, but the melanated indigenous people of this planet who also intermingle with other um Caucasians or Asians and you have two different groups of people that are in mixed culture and genetic situations now they all coming together into this new situation of you know culture wise in the 13th century the Mongol Empire swept through Central Asia it invaded the Khwarezian Empire and sacked cities, looting and massacring people everywhere. Turco-Mongol conqueror Tamerlane, also known as Timur, T-I-M-U-R, founded the Timurid Empire in and around modern-day Tajikistan and Central Asia, becoming the first ruler of the Timurid dynasty. And we'll, uh, you know, leave off. We'll wrap things up right there for right now as far as touching to Tajikistan. I've stopped only at the 13th century because as we go further, we're going to learn more about, you know, the other countries on the list. But in covering those other countries on the list, we're going to get more about what also happened in some of these previous countries that we've also covered going forward so thank you for tuning in and we'll catch y'all you know next time for part eight in the series all right thank you